All right, all right. How's everybody doing? Welcome back to the Mac Podcast. This is, I don't know if this is going to be official. This is probably official episode nine, even though Thanksgiving was a special, but I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Numbers, uh, it, it gets so scrambled half the time. Probably by the time this shit get to 100, I'm probably just going to redo it and start it back from like 10. I don't even know what's going to happen. But it, it's big news that just broke. In the sporting world, may y'all may have heard this another time and stuff like that. But Chip Kelly has gone to UCLA, and that's a that's a big splash for UCLA. Even though Josh Rosen is, I, I'm pretty sure he's leaving this year. I'm pretty sure he's getting drafted. I'm telling. I'm pretty sure. Of course, he's getting drafted, but I'm pretty sure he's going to the draft this year. So that that also sucks. So Chip Kelly's going to UCLA. It, it's a it, it's a big deal in college football because you know Chip Kelly did so good with Oregon. The fact that they was like forty six and seven when he was their coach there, and he did do good in the NFL for one season. So so obviously you you can see that he's not all the way shit. You know what I'm saying? You you can see that. So. It's not all bad with Chip Kelly. I, I think I think that it's like just just regular, regular with him. He he's gonna be a good coach. He because I think he does better in college anyway because I think he's kind of like Jim Harbaugh. You know, uh, kids buy into him. Kids buy into him, and I, I think that's a good thing. That's a uh, like it doesn't really work. I don't think it progresses too much to the uh to the pro athletes because you can be all rah rah and everything and you can uh like pros are gonna look at you and be like I'm not buying that shit I'm not buying that shit you selling you know what I'm saying they can they can say that because they're pros they done been around the block they done seen the shit they have done all of that so they they know they know so. I think college kids will buy into it more and they'll be they'll be in it. They'll be in it to win it and buy into the system. They they because Chip Kelly will go there as a as a cache coach. I think it's been some time since what happened in the NFL. And like college kids, they you gotta know that they, they trying to get to the league. They're trying to play and they're trying to get to the league. So you can be a dick half the time and they're gonna put up with your shit because they know that their future is on the line and they'll buy in and so if you tell them hey you gotta run through that brick wall to get to the league they gonna run through the some bitch they gonna run through it because they're not getting paid they're not getting any they're not getting any money right now and they're living off their school shit so i think i think this is good for ucla i think it's great for chip kelly because even though even though he's a hot com i don't I, I still don't understand how some of these head coaches are so so much of a hot commodity when they can be like straight losers like i think i think uh when when tennessee let go of jeff fisher jeff fisher was a super hot commodity and i was like why he didn't do shit in tennessee they went they was like in the playoffs like one time so uh 
I always wanted to know what makes what makes these people such of a hot commodity where where it's like, oh man, they're the shit. They're the shit. When they lose, they can just get fired from a job. And then next thing you know, they're like one of the best people on the open market. You trying to figure out why. I'm trying to figure out why, because Chip Kelly was ass his last season in, in Philadelphia. I think he was straight garbage like that because the, the team quit on him. And you you can see it like as a head coach. That's the one thing I don't I don't think that you should want. I don't think you should want like if your team quit on you, that that says a lot to me about the head coach. If your team quit on you, that means like a you don't got the you don't got the ability to lead men. Or if you do, you can't keep their attention long enough to lead them. That's just how I feel about that. Man, people text me through the podcast. Got my girl text me through the podcast. And she, she'll wait. She gonna have to wait, though. She ain't gonna wait long. Because, you you know, can't have her waiting too long, man. But I, I think I think that I, I just don't know what, what makes these people so, so, so hot. Like, so, so wanted. And in that moment, like if they just get fired, maybe maybe owners and shit see something that we don't see as people. You can come from a straight losing record and you could you could just end up one being one of the hottest commodities. Like how how is that even even possible? Like look at uh knocking understand coordinators. Like if you're a coordinator for the Patriots nine times out of ten, you didn't you didn't got a job somewhere else. And shit didn't happen for you. That's just how that shit goes. But like some, like I can understand for coordinators, but when some head coaches get fired, it's like fuck. Like how are y'all such hot commodities? Uh, maybe maybe they look at their whole tenure, but some of their tenure is just trash. But Chip Kelly's works for uh for college, obviously. Which what we all seen from Oregon, his works through college and. He can do good with with college kids. I still think Jim Harbaugh should have been an NFL coach. I don't know what San Francisco was doing. You've seen what happened to San Francisco. They're still trying to get on the right track. They started, they started off so good with Jim Harbaugh. So good. He was he was with it and he was with the who's got it better than us? Nobody. He was they was they was in there with this dude, man. They was in through thick and thin with Jim Harbaugh. But it's something happened and it just didn't work. I think he should have been hired easily by uh an NFL team. Shit didn't happen, but guess what? He's better off at Michigan. He's making a lot. I think he's behind I think he's just behind uh, Nick Saban in getting paid. I think he he's the second highest paid coach. He's something like that, and all power to him, man, because he he deserves it. Even though Michigan, I don't know what happened to Michigan. Michigan started off they they did so good last season, this season that like it's just I don't know what the fuck wrong with. Him. I, I don't know what was wrong with him, but Chip Kelly won't have Josh Rosen at uh, UCLA. I don't think. And I think I think Josh Rosen probably will be a first round pick. Man, dude, I need I need one of these quarterbacks to fall. I, I don't need him to go early in the draft. 
I need one of them to fall to 32 so the Patriots can get one and develop him for when Brady retires. Because I thought that was the whole reason we was holding on to Garoppolo was because we was looking on Tom like to see if Tom was going to retire. That's the whole reason we was on. Like if we would have traded Garoppolo last season, if we would have said, you know what, in the offseason, we just like, okay, his value is like worth a a, a first round pick and, a, and we could probably get a second. I was like, ship his ass out because Tom is there. But you know Bill, Bill like, nah, nah, we're going to hold on to him just in case. Just in case anything happens to Brady. Brady come out this season balling like a son of a bitch, balling like no one's seen a 40-year-old ball, and we just and we just trucking along. So I need one of these top quarterbacks, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, one of them, Baker Mayfield, dude. I, I was looking for Baker Mayfield to be like at the bottom of the first round somewhere going into the second. Like, in, in the beginning of the season, that's what I was looking for Baker Mayfield to do. Nope, nope, he didn't skyrocket it up. I think he's going early uh, early to mid-first because I, I think he has proved so much at the college level that he, he's a gamer, He's and he can throw. Like, Tim Tebow was a gamer, but Tim Tebow couldn't throw that well. Baker Mayfield can do it both, and he, he has that it factor. Like, like Tebow had the it factor, man. He had the it factor. It's just he couldn't, he couldn't throw all that well, man. If he, if Tim Tebow could throw, Tim Tebow would be great. It was the reason he was a great college quarterback and not, and didn't translate well to the NFL because you can't just run like that in the NFL. You can't. Like, you can't just, you can't just pick up and, and go in the league like that. You, you can't. And like, the schemes like but what, look what we seen in denver when they was winning with uh tim tebow they changed their whole scheme to a run-based offense and they made the playoffs one against the steelers i skipped bring this up every day on undisputed but like he look what happened so it is possible but you're not gonna get far i don't think you're winning a super bowl with that offense so that's just that's how it is but it Baker Mayfield, bro. I, I wanted him. I was like, okay, I can see. I'm like, if he falls, I can see the Patriots drafting him. That's what I thought. I was like, if he falls, I can see the Patriots getting him. Brady has two more years. <laughs> we praying Brady has every Patriots fan right now. I don't care who they are. They're praying Tom Brady has two more years left in him, like how he's performing. That's how we're all praying. We want that TB12 method to, to kick in the play. So I, I feel like we we need one of these quarter. I need one of these quarterbacks to drop because I, I want I want him to go right to the Patriots and and let that be that. I just don't know how. Like, if Bill is going to retire or not, man, how does them became a Patriot podcast <laughs> and we was talking about Chip Kelly? But I, I just don't know. I just don't know if Bill is going to retire with Tom. I know it's been it's been speculated a lot. It's been speculated a lot. When Tom Brady goes, Bill Belichick is going to go and all that. I don't know. I don't know. 
I, I hope. Uh, would he just give it to? I think he'll just give it to Matt Patricia if he does. If he does, I think he'll just give it to Matt Patricia and say, "Hey, you take the reins," because that's the guy that's been been the defensive coordinator. He's been the defensive coordinator for like the past six years or longer. So I, I think that would be like the more ideal person to give it to if you would retire, give it to him and and just keep it going. Because Bill Belichick, that's what he came, even though he was special teams. He his his main shit was defense, okay? His Bill Bill's shit was defense. And Matt Patricia been the defensive coordinator. We all know Bill makes the hard calls and shit like that. And I, I think I think that's the reason why Patricia is still there. I think is he's there mainly because he knows when Bill's retire. That it is gonna be his team. I would always go with the defensive coordinator over the offensive coordinator, especially if the defense is is good. Like the Patriots, even though we got an ass, we I mean our defense been playing like ass this past like the first five weeks. But as shit moves along, we get better, things get tight, and we end up being one of the best defenses and scoring defense every season. And that that's all that counts to me. Scoring defense. Even though we've given up a hell of a lot of yards, too many yards. But scoring defense is one of the things that matter. The it is matters the most. And takeaways. Because that you keep that score now and you got Tom Brady. That's a guaranteed win, baby. That's a guaranteed win. So I think that's what's probably I think that's what's more most likely to happen. I, I think Bill probably leave. With Brady, oh, I don't, I don't even want to. I don't even want to think about that. But I think the, I think this draft really is to get uh Tom Brady's replacement, like when he retires in hopefully like two three years. I ain't even gonna say three. I sound stupid saying three. Two years after this year, he got probably two two top tier years. <laughs> Man, this is crazy. He got two top tier years left. I, that's what I believe. That's what I believe. I, I don't I don't really know what everybody else is. Like, I, I'm pretty sure everybody else is probably like, nah, his ass is grass. He's fucking gone. <laughs> Get him the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, for real. But I, that's just what I think. I think that uh, that Bill will probably retire with Tom because they, their whole careers has been married together. Like, when you marry that much of a career together and it it just goes together, like, but I, I was talking to my my brother yesterday, and uh, we was looking at uh, this article. Well, I was looking at this article, and I brought it up to him when I was when I read it. And they was talking about Peyton Manning going to the Browns. He was like, "Oh man, I don't know if uh, Peyton Manning should go to the Browns to be the GM." He was like, "I don't know, man. Like the Browns been trash." And I was like, "Wait, wait, hold up." I'm like you haven't been watching the Browns. You don't you don't know yet. I'm like the Browns have been fucking good. Like not not like good, but they have a good base. They the the Browns have a good base of what of what they got playmakers ready for the future. Like a couple a couple years from now, like 3 years from now, the Browns are going to be Jacksonville. 
they're going to be in uh probably two years from now, they're going to be Jacksonville. In three years, they're going to be like a, a playoff perennial team. If bearing any barring anything happening, right? anything catastrophic happening, because they got they got good players. They don't got Miles Garrett. And I think Julius Peppers is a damn gamer. Right? He's a gamer. So he was a gamer in Michigan, and I think he will be a gamer in the NFL still. Like I'm, uh, I give him a little bit more time. Hopefully he progresses into that. But we was talking about that, and I was, I was talking. We we start asking each other questions like, okay, we all can see Peyton Manning in a GMO. Fuck, Peyton Manning could be a damn coach. Right? Peyton Manning could be a coach. Peyton Manning can do anything the hell he wants to do. But if he wants to be a GM, he he can do it. Peyton Manning has the highest, probably one of the highest work ethics in the league. Tom Brady keeps his body, keeps his body care the most. But Peyton Manning is the smartest quarterback I think to ever play the game. Point blank, I don't think there's a smarter quarterback than Peyton Manning. So I think Peyton Manning can do whatever he wants. But we we was having this conversation about. Out of the top quarterbacks, like who? <clears throat> like who would be the most? Uh, like who would coach? Like who would be in those uh, positions like that? I was like, I can see Peyton Manning in any position: quarterbacks, coach, offense coordinator. Uh. Head coach because he would be an offense coordinator. He would go from that to that. And uh GM role. I, I can see him in every single facet of the game. I think he's that damn good. But then I said Tom Brady. I don't see Tom in none of those roles. I don't see Tom in in a uh in a management role. I don't see him in that. Maybe maybe it's something about it, I don't know. Maybe it's something that I'm just I'm just unfamiliar with, but I don't see Tom in that. I don't I don't he doesn't seem like too much of a coach to me in any facet. And I was like, but Tom Brady already has a uh already has a, a life really outside of uh outside of football and everything. Like he, he's the spokesperson for Aston Martin. He's damn near a model. So it it doesn't matter then, and he he can do a lot of other things. Same thing as Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning doesn't have to come back to the game. Peyton Manning is probably the funniest dude in the league, that was in the league. So I, he he can do it all. But I I see Tom more, more in. I don't know, like analysis. I I think I can see Tom breaking down stuff, like an analyst wise, but but just. Just like being management and in the game, I don't see it. Then my brother brought up Drew Brees. I was like, I don't see Drew Brees as a coach either. I kind of see him in the same, the same lane, the same lane as Tom. Like y'all, y'all, y'all have the high work ethic, but y'all were blessed. Not everybody is blessed. I mean, not everybody can has done what y'all have been able to do on a football field and it's not just because y'all mind like sometimes shit just cracked y'all's way like y'all 
sometimes things just happen right for y'all. Like Peyton Manning did, like Peyton Manning did a lot of that, uh, just a lot of that work. Uh, you seen him in the film, of course. We know Tom and Drew, and and Aaron Rodgers. Like we all seen them in the uh in the film room doing their homework. I know I'm not putting Big Ben in this, okay? I know everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, Big Ben, what about Big Ben?" I I see Big Ben just after he retires, just living his life. That's why I see from Ben Roethlisberger, Aaron Rodgers. I see the same. Aaron Rodgers is he looks like a dry humor person. He's one of them dry humor guys that that make that that tell a joke and and take you a second to get it. That's that's what Aaron Rodgers seems like to me. But I I don't I don't put them to like I don't see too much of a a life after like after football I see them kind of retiring, chilling and moving on with their life. Aaron Rodgers we always going to see them discount double check commercials. We all know that. But Tom, I would see him more in a in the commercials, and he got his uh, TB12 uh, training center, therapy center, and shit like that. That looks like it's a valuable project, and he's writing books and shit. So there, that's Tom. I told my brother for Drew, I was like, man, Drew Brees, he he's in New Orleans, I. Drew Brees is New Orleans through and through now. Like he done lived here so long that he's a part of the a part of the damn culture. So I was like, Drew doesn't have to worry about a damn thing. Because one thing about New Orleans now I don't like the Saints. Y'all know this. I don't like the Saints. But one thing that I respect and I know about my state and my, my city is that we take care of ours. I we take care of ours and that's just how shit goes. Like Drew Brees them put so much blood, sweat, and tears for this damn city. Won a Super Bowl because of Drew Brees. Drew Brees never have to worry about buying a drink in New Orleans. If he if he's 60 and just walks into a bar and we're like, hey man, you're Drew Brees. Nah, man, he ain't gotta pay for that. He ain't gotta pay for that. Give it give it here. Give me that. Give me that. I've watched you all my childhood, man. Like Drew Brees never has to worry about a thing, so he'll he'll do something. I think in the city, in the city, I think he'll do something like that. But he he never has to worry about a thing in New Orleans. But Peyton Man, I hope I hope he actually goes to the Browns and turns that organization around. I think I think they need it, and I, I think the city can use it. Like you know, LeBron probably gonna leave. It's a high possibility LeBron gonna leave, so. He might as well get in while the getting's good. I mean, get in there because the Cleveland's gonna need somebody. They're gonna need to look to some team to uh, to represent the town. You can't just look to MGK just to just to rap good and and put EST on his back. We can't. Cleveland can't just look at that. So I think that's that's the main thing with uh, Peyton Manning. Not a real reason. This podcast is happening today because I was like, you know what? Let me let me let me give them a top five. Uh, this is a top five. I will do the top five defensive players that I uh like at each position that I think this is my top five, not yours. I know I sound like prime time of uh Dion. I sound like uh Dion, 
but this is my top five, not yours. If you got a problem with it, feel free to in- embrace debate. Let me know. I know this is going to offend people. This is my top five for this year's barring injuries. All right, barring injuries. Because some injuries have happened, but I'm counting on the people coming back. And this was like at the beginning of the season. This is what I had. I had for quarterbacks, Tom Brady, of course. We know that's my guy. That's my favorite quarterback. We all know this. Aaron Rodgers. Drew Brees. Like, I think those three, I don't think it's no argument with those three. Everybody should have them in the top three. And if you don't, it's a damn problem. All right? If you don't have them three in your top five, what what, what you smoke, either you're too biased because your team doesn't have one or you're just or you're just plumb dumb. I ain't calling you. I'm not calling y'all dumb, but I, I think you're just you're just hating. Sorry, I'm not saying dumb. I think you're just hating if you don't got them three in your top three. You're hating. But this this one, everything's going to get a little dicey. Like I had them at the beginning of the season and through the first couple games and I sat there and I made I made it last night. This is a quick. This is a quick list, but I made it last night and I say, um, you know what? Aaron, Ro- I mean, not Aaron Rodgers. Carson Wentz is definitely on here. All right, Carson Wentz. I, I've been saying it. I've been saying it probably the, the past like eight. I'm um, not eight. Uh, past like six weeks, I've been like, oh yeah, he's that. He's that next guy. He's probably the next best quarterback in the uh in the league. He's gonna be here for a while, and people get better get used to it. Like Andrew Luck was was that. When he first came in, like them first three years, we were like, oh shit. Oh, oh, so that's why uh Philly, I mean, that's why Indianapolis let go of uh Peyton Manning. Because they had number one right there. They had number twelve. And he's a fucking monster. So I was like, we we understand why y'all let Peyton Manning go. It was stupid, but we understand why y'all let his ass go. Because y'all let him go because that guy right there is a fucking savage. So we we get that. And I have... Uh, I, it's not that I'm... I have Matt Ryan there, okay? I don't like the Falcons. I'm from Louisiana. I hate the fucking Falcons. I'm from New Orleans. So it, it's it's in my blood to hate the Falcons. We We all hate the fucking Falcons. I'm not a Saints fan, but I hate the Falcons. It's just, it's just proven Falcons hate. But I respect his game. All right, now he's tentative and all that shit. But if it's anybody I would sub Matt Ryan out for, it is damn sure Russell Wilson. All right, it Russell Wilson. If you give Russell Wilson an offensive line, which I don't even think he's top five to me without all. Know what? Know what? Man, it's just it's just a toss up between those two for me. Because if you give if you give Russell Wilson Julio Jones, it's not even a, a fucking contest if you give him Julio Jones. So I, I think I think it's just like regular shit. If you give him Julio Jones, he, he's just he's automatically throwing for over four thousand yards every season. That that's just simple. That's simple people.
I don't know. I may split this up uh, today and give y'all the quarterbacks and the, uh, and the running backs and then give you the receivers and the tight ends later on today. That's what I'm probably going to do. But but that, fuck, I'll go Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson over Matt Ryan. I'm giving y'all top six. Russell Wilson, because Russell Wilson has lead, less weapons and is a killer. I, he's all world to Seattle. He's all world. He's the guy. And that that's that offense runs with him. No one else, and that's it. Like he's by himself out there. And he has a defense. That's it. Matt Ryan has Julio has receivers. He has receivers. Like, come on, bro. And a and a line that protects him. <laughs> and this dude just out here running for his life. He he's running for his life making plays. He's the only reason Seattle has stayed relevant these entire years. Like he's he's the reason that defense in him. But if it wasn't for him, they was trash. They was astastic. That's just that's just how how shit works. I right, on to the running backs. I'm pretty sure we all have Le'Veon Bell number one. Like I I think he's considered really the best running back in the league. Uh, widely considered. All right. Um. Leonard Fournette, because not just because he's from LSU, you know LSU alum, but I, I think I think give him more. He's already good. He's already good in the league. He's proven that he can do what he did in college in the league, just not as many yards. But he he's getting there. He's getting there. He's working, and that that that's that's about it with that. <laughs> That's about it with that. I have a great argument for Leonard Fournette, but it I uh, I think you just look at the tape and you'll see. You you look at the tape and you'll find out that Leonard Fournette is a fucking savage. And then I have uh Ty Gurley. Ty Gurley, that that Rams offense, it it's about uh Jared Goff does a good job in the offense, but let's be point blank period. That offense goes through Ty Gurley. 100% goes through Todd fucking Gurley. Alright, that, that's, that's it. That's how they win. They win because their defense either forces turnovers, which we're about to find out on Sunday if that defense is as real as it's supposed to be because they going against the Saints. So we're about to find out because they, they've been going against not some, some kind of back of the road quarterbacks. Right now, and that defense has been scoring and really, really smothering people. So we're going to see if they're as good as as their projection states that they are. But that's what we're going to see. But that offense 100% runs through Ty Gurley. And when Ty Gurley gets going, everybody gets going. There are their receivers start getting going. And it's a it's a good it's a good night. They can put a 40 on you. And then I have um, I would I would put I, I I'm putting Zeke number two like I, I'm just listing my top five I'm not really giving a specific order except for them quarterbacks it does go Tom Aaron and then Drew <laughs> okay but uh, with the running backs is it's like I'm just giving you my top running backs uh, Ezekiel Elliott. For sure. You you can see how good Zeke is 
by the fact how trash Dallas is right now. Okay, you can see what a good running game can do for a quarterback. Look, look what they look what Tom had. The a quarterback of a young quarterback needs needs two really good things. All right, he needs he needs a, a defense and he needs a running game. You give him a defense that can like keep the score low. Not saying Dak is Dak can't score and shit like that. It's just when you take away what he's been used to. Of course, Tyron Smith is gone, so his offensive line is compromised. But if if you take away that running game, if you take away that running game, that that is a different man. All right? He has been a different man without Zeke eating back there, without without that big man just chomping down and getting them yards. He he he. You can't feed Zeke and, v- and Zeke not there. So it it's just Dak hasn't looked the same. And you can see that Zeke is that guy. Like for Dallas, that offense. Like it's been a lot of them. The offense is running through the running backs. Now Dallas is a run-based team first. That's what they like to do. And Dak gets his with the play action. And he, when you worry about Zeke first and Dak second, that's where Dak shines. He's not. He's not a top quarterback yet where he can win the game on his arm. Like, he's not there yet. But this is his, like, his second season. So he's going to be fine. All right? He, he's going to be okay. Don't worry about Dak. But I think I think uh, Zeke is, is definitely the reason why Dallas is where Dallas is at. And then I'm going... Uh, of course, David Johnson, because David Johnson is a fucking savage. I, he he got hurt early in the season, and he he deserves definitely to be on the list. Man, he just got hurt, man. It was gonna be a good season for him too. And after David, another top six, man. It's another top six. I don't know why I keep saying the top five, but it's another top six. It, I'm going Mark Ingram, dude. Mark Ingram, what he has showed this season, has has been greatness so far. <laughs> I'm not talking about greatness. I say greatness loosely. Like he he's been good. He's been really really good for the Saints this season. Him and Alvin Kamara, with that, I hope my brother never listens to this because then he's never gonna let me live this down. But them two as a one-two punch, as a one-two punch, has been has been second to none in this league. They have to be the best duo in the league, period. Like, I don't think it's a better duo than Mark Ingram and Al. It really has not been a better a better one-two because those two, they feed off each other. They really do. Like, they really put in that work and feed off each other and do, do what they're supposed to do as a duo. Like, when one is, like, Alvin Kamara is that scat back. You throw it to him in the flats. You give him, you give him them, them wide receiver little routes and all that little running back pass routes. But Mark Ingram is that one cut goal nigga. He he that he just that one cut hit. And I like it. I like it. I like the fact that he's that one cut hit because he's trying to get it. That's the thing. He's trying to get it. He's trying to he's trying to show you that hey. 
Mark Ingram, to me, this season has looked closely to what he was at Alabama. That's what he's looked like to me. Because he he just been uh he just been taking that one cut and going. Like at Alabama, he he won the Heisman for a reason. And I think he's showing it this year. Like I, I think this is the Saints best chance to really make the Super Bowl. I really want the Super Bowl to be the Saints versus the Patriots. Because I want to see Tom Brady torch their ass and win the Super Bowl again. Oh, when that happens, I want that to happen so bad that <laughs> it it's just so bad. I want the Saints to go against the Patriots in the Super Bowl so I can be like, oh, here we go. Here we fucking go. Let's get it going. And when we win, my brother and my cousin and my entire family will never live that down. I will tell them every day for for at least three months like, hey, didn't y'all lose to us? And then y'all lose to the Patriots. Like, for real. Uh, that's why I say, but Mark Ingram is definitely in my, uh, in my top, uh, my top six. He's that he's, he's did enough this season to be in my top six. Dude has been going off. Now, I'm gonna bring y'all the, uh, the, the wide receivers and the tight ends later on today. The tight ends is gonna be a top three. Should it be a top three? Yeah. I'm gonna give it a top three because it's not too many, too many uh tight ends out there that's really that's really doing the damn thing. Tomorrow I'll probably give y'all the um uh, the uh the defensive side or the day after I'm gonna give y'all the defensive side. But that that's how it's gonna go. But right now I want I want to share with y'all something first, and then uh then I'm gonna give y'all the TV show. But so I was watching The Breakfast Club, y'all know, and this this is a couple weeks ago. It just came to my head while I was talking just now. And I, and this dude Gary V. This man Gary V. Now Gary V, I, I like Gary V. Gary V is my dude. This is a reason why I'm actually doing the podcast. Not not really on Anchor because I read Entrepreneurial Magazine and I seen uh, about Anchor and I was like, alright, I'm gonna try it because I've been uploading my podcast on uh on soundcloud and on youtube and all that if y'all want to check it out the mac podcast on youtube and uh it's on elevation entertainment and on soundcloud is the mac podcast but but i was like okay i'm gonna do it on anchor but but this i was uh listening to him and he said something really funny he was like uh he's like if you've been a uh if if you've been like a uh a Patriot fan, or a, uh, or a, well, I forgot what other team he said. It was uh, a Laker fan and shit. Like, if you was a Laker fan during the Shaq and Kobe era, and if you were, like, a Patriot fan, like, in the 2000s, like, period, he's like, I, I don't respect you. <laughs> he was like, I don't respect you as a fan. I don't respect you as a fan. He's like, you know why? Because you haven't gone through the struggle yet. You haven't gone through the struggle. All you know is winning. He was like that. He was he was talking about the Jets. He was talking about that's why he a Jet fan. Is that he he actually kind of likes the grind of losing and shit. I was laughing down at that. I was laughing down. I was like, you know, he kind of he kind of right. But I that's the only team that I ever wanted to watch, and I that's the only team that I ever actually bet on. 
Like that was the first like full on football game that I watched was the Patriots, and ever ever since then I've been a Patriots fan my entire life. But I was like, he's he has a point there because like he he really does have a point there because all we know is winning, all we know is winning. That that's it. And we we really don't know. We really haven't been through no struggles except when Tom got hurt and the Flategate situation and. See, this, this, to me, like, we haven't been through losing seasons, but we had some fucking terrible-ass moments. I, them Super Bowls against the Giants have been some terrible-ass moments. Those really tested my resolve as a Patriots fan because I was like, damn, I was down in the dumps for weeks after them losses. <laughs> I was down, like, for real. I was losing my head after those losses. And then with uh, when Seattle came back on us, bruh, I'd be like, see, I'm glad it never is a camera on me when these games are going on because though I am so emotional when these games are going on. I'm like losing my head. I'm on the ground and shit. I'm like, man, fuck. Like when that Seattle game happened and and I think that was Curse who caught that ball down the side. I said, man, what the fuck, man? What What the fuck? Why does always happen to us? Like, why the bullshit always creep in on the Patriots? Like, for real. I, I was I was losing my mind. I was like, man, why Like, why can't we just get a dub? Just, like, it's always some spectacular shit happen against us. And I'm like, man, for once, let's just be the team that some spectacular shit happened to us. Like, that, that was before the Atlanta game. This is my head during the, uh, during the Seattle game. And I'm losing it. I'm like... If they ran Marshawn Lynch right there, man, it'd be another loss. It'd be another fucking loss. So I was like, I I'm done. I'm done. I'm just there. I'm just there. My uh, I got. I'm in Texas right now, so my family laughing at me and shit. And I was like, man, bro. And my brother, he hates Seattle because Seattle did the uh the beast quake on the Saints. So he right there with me and my cousin. He want the Patriots to win. And two, I I don't know why, but he he was just going for us that game, and my uh my cousin's uh husband, she uh he he wanted the uh he wanted Seattle to win. So when the Patriots uh got that pick, dog, I I don't know, I can't describe it, man. I was like so happy right there. I was relieved. I was relieved because I'm like Brady finally got him one because of the defense. All right, he got him. He he got him another one because of the defense. He they they pulled through for his ass and he he got it because I was like, man, I can't hear this for a whole two months that the Patriots lost and shit like that. I can't hear it. He passed it. We picked it. It was game. It was game set and match. So that was when nothing good could happen. But like. When when the, the the Atlanta game, I was I was at I was dumbfounded. I was like, "Fuck, man, this this here we go again. Here we go again. We can't, I'm like, man, we can't get blown out, fam. I went when it was like twenty, when it was like twenty something to three and shit like that. I was like, oh fuck it. I was like, man, this is an L. This is an L. I had to turn channel because I was about to break the damn TV. So I turned the channel and I'm still looking at the score on my phone. I, I'm still looking at the score. I'm like, man, I, I was about to throw the phone. I was like, I can't throw the phone, no, because, you know, I can't talk to the itches. Uh, I can't talk to the girls. So I was like, no, nah, I got to keep this. 
So I kept looking at the score, looking at the score, and then I was like, fuck it. I flicked it back to the game. So we go down there and score. I'm like, oh, yes. Yes, this 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 little light in my heart. This little light in my heart. But And then we won. So I was like, all right. He, he kind of right about the uh, that we haven't lost. But we had some catastrophic moments, all right? Some, some heart-wrenching moments for the for for the Patriots fans, all right? That giant those two Giants losses was real. Alright, they those was those was just horrible. Just horrible ass losses. I mean fuck. But past that past that I wanna bring y'all to uh a TV show that I think y'all should probably check out. You know what I'm saying? It it's in like the fourth season. But think it's in the fourth season it should be in the fourth season it's somewhere around there but i don't know if y'all watch or not but gotham like i told y'all i fucks with my uh my uh my dc shows i i really do i watch them heavy this i actually i watch gotham every week i make sure i record it and shit so i can catch it and it and we got bruce wayne uh, at the beginning of the season, he went full on Batman. Well, not full on. He looked like Batman year one. You know what I'm saying? For for those of y'all who don't read comic books that much, y'all know what Batman is, right? The but but Gotham has been good. Gotham has been real good, and I think they're doing good by the characters and shit. I, I've been fucking with Gotham. I've been fucking with it this season, even though I I stuck with it through um like that second season was kind of. Yeah, that second season was kind of trash. Third season was, it was it was good. Third season was good. I like the third season, but this season, uh, a Dark Knight, it, it's been it's been really good, and I've I've been fucking with it. I've been fucking with. It. If y'all want to check it out, I'm pretty sure y'all y'all done heard of Gotham and shit like that. The the other show they got other shows on Fox, but I think Fox done a good job with that. They're keeping it together and uh. Selena Kyle, who play uh Cameron Bakova, I think her name is. She she's a real good uh Catwoman. She's a real good Catwoman. And I think the dude who's playing um who's playing Bruce Wayne, I give him credit for it because he's doing a extremely great a great job at Bruce Wayne. He's doing a great job. Like I I think that he he it's a lot of layers to his Bruce Wayne that no one really like. You gotta watch the show to pick up on. He's doing it's a lot of shit that he brings to Bruce Wayne that I like. Uh, I I really I really fucks with the show. But y'all y'all should probably check that out. Man, it's a lot of TV shows. All right, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to start spreading this shit thin. I'm gonna have to start spreading the thing. But I, I don't watch a lot of shows in the past, so I'm gonna give y'all the shows that I've also watched in the past at times. But these are the kind of shows that I'm watching today and shit like that. But. I'm gonna have to start calling this Unleashed, like, like Steve Austin podcast, cause man, nah, I've been I've been cussing a lot. That that's not my that's not my stuff right there. But uh, also, what I was just thinking about was the uh was the actual Dark Knight. That that movie is one is definitely in my top five movies. I will be doing the top five movies, people. I will be doing that. That's probably what I'm gonna do with the uh the next podcast. It's a lot of stuff. I hope I hope I write some of this shit down so so I don't forget it to get it to y'all. But definitely, definitely uh The Dark Knight is in one of my top five favorite movies of all time. That movie is amazing. Just 
just on on Heath Ledger's performance alone, it is pure savagery. I that that movie is is just greatness. And he him as the Joker, to me that that's my favorite Joker. That is my favorite Joker of all time. Cartoon, uh, I mean an, animated or or real life. That's my Jack Nicholson was amazing, but that is my Joker. Heath Ledger for all time and. Uh, Jared Leto did okay in Suicide Squad. I think he brought a different spin to the character. You know, he did a he did a good thing with him. He he did real good, like uh, bringing him as like a gangster and stuff like that, like into the modern era. But but Heath Ledger's Heath Ledger's Joker was damn amazing. This dude brought it out of him. Uh, he brought it out of him. And he brought it straight to the big screen, and that junk was amazing. I think he should definitely be the story of the movie. Because he is the best actor in the movie. And we all know Christian Bale is a gangster. We all know that. Like, I think I think it's that movie Fighting or The Fighter or whatever with uh with Mark Wahlberg and him. That movie is great too. That movie's great too. But alright, people, I'll see y'all on the next episode of the podcast. Uh I'll bring y'all the tight ends and and the movies. Hopefully I don't forget about the movies. Sometimes I'll be talking and I just be forgetting and shit like that. But I hope y'all have a great rest of y'all day. I'll see y'all next time. Deuce, deuce.